love it with some passion. Rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Got a honey who come with elite fashion. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustle, you broke, well that seems tragic. Gotta catch in the field like deep passes. I tell her plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best cause I grew up beneath madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa, Buffalo money need extra bills. Tell them eating so much, I got a breakfast deal. How y'all doing? We're back for another episode of The Chop Up. And y'all already know what we do around here. We're right here on Buffalo Rumblings Podcast, VidCast Network. And I got my guys with me. We got Jeremiah, Jeremy, and we got my boy Jay Spence. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing, man? I'm good. You good, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I just back in Buffalo. Um, missed the, the heat, but I'm, I'm enjoying being back in Buffalo. It's actually being in the backyard, staring at the trees. It's actually nice. Oh, you and the you and the Belo, you gonna get some wings or what, dude? What you what you gonna do, man? No, absolutely not. I'm on this healthy diet. I'm losing weight. Oh, that's so right. We, we that. <laughs> absolutely not. Did you hear how how snobby he got? Absolutely. Yeah, not. yeah got you, got you. Well, Rachel got you on salads. What, 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 what you gonna uh, Chicken. I think I had chicken, uh, grilled chicken salad, with like some weird stuff that Rachel added in. It tastes good though. So good. <laughs> you gotta say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'll tell you, it tastes good. Uh, hey, Spence, what's good, man? What you up to? Man, I'm chilling, cooling, man. Getting ready for the season. I'm excited. I'm amped. It's uh, you know, football's back. The show's that's what the show's titled too, in a way. Well, sorta. We got uh everybody reported back today to to Rochester, so I'm excited for. Man, I'm just just we actually got stuff to talk about, like actual football to talk about. You know, we got some fights that's gonna break out at camp. We're gonna talk about the, the turkey burgers like they do every year, just just the regular stuff that we talk about with the Bills, man. I'm just excited. And you know, I don't know. I, I I'm finally I feel like it's, it's been a long year for me. Like not I'm talking about like from last year to this year yeah. at this point. And and it's just you know, for the first time in a while, things feel good, you know, they feel bright and happy and stuff so i'm just in a good space and i'm just excited for the season i'm looking forward to to the, the bills being the them boys and kicking it with all the bills mafia early september i can't wait for the beer release i didn't even talk about it on the on the code of conduct dog yeah. dang you you want to talk but, about it right now yeah we can we can let me um i didn't yeah, even i, got I don't you. even think I, I got you hey right there Gone all right it. so so um, last year and the year before we did it, so this will be the third year in a row that we'll be having the beer release um, for uh, the Buffalo Rumblings and the, what's their name? I'm so bad right now. Buffalo Rumblings and the Resurgence, uh, co- you know, collaboration that we do every year. So it's the third year that we're doing this and uh, the Megapod is going down. I will be there. Sterling will be there. Jeremy will be there. Joe will be there. Sarah, the, the Mafia cast. Is, everybody's going to be there. There's going to be some more people, too. I got some special guests joining us that uh, couldn't confirm by the time we did the, the actual flyer, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to go down. So if everybody wants to make it out, it's the day before the game, day before the home opener. It's going to be it, man. I'm excited. Got a, fam- got a lot of family coming through that weekend. They're going to be out there. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, when I go out there, I'm trying to figure out how much food can I consume. Like, I want all the wings. Hey, where where be at? Because me and B, we be on it. 
<laughs> we be on the wings, but we, you know, Bar Bill is, is calling my name. But the beer yeah. release is pretty dope, man. It, it's a lot of fun. Last year, I mean, we had a, a great turnout last year for that. Oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Last year. B just said, too, I was talking to her yesterday or the day before, and she was sitting oh, there saying the same thing. She, she was like, yo, we definitely, as soon as, when I touch down, we go into Bar Bill. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. It, it, it's become a tradition now. We we yeah. hit up the bar bill, but uh, there's there's a lot that's that's happened in the NFL world. A lot. Are you able to get to training camp? I'll be out there. I'll be out there on uh, Friday, and then I'm, I might go back Sunday. I got some content to shoot with Daver, so um, I'm gonna be out there spectating. I'll bring that back next Tuesday. What I see out there. Yeah, I don't think I'll be at a training camp this year, man. I'm, I'm going to say that one for the September trip. But uh, when you're there, you definitely got to plug us in and what's going on, Absolutely. what you're seeing, for sure. Yeah. For that, sure it just feels sure. good that it's all back. It feels real good, man. feels real good. I just flew in, just so y'all know. I was out in uh, Cali with my kiddo for the weekend doing the thing. And, How was that? Uh, Hey, it was, it was nice, man. It was nice. Uh, little, little tur- you know, a little tournament. Went to did a little Disney. Went to Disney. My boy got a uh, boy got sunburned like crazy. But uh, hey, Disney is ex- expensive. Everything in Disney, they charge you to think in there. It's just it's crazy, but it's super cool, man. The whole Star Wars thing. I don't know if y'all are Star Wars fans, but it's like you're walking in Tatooine. It looks all the streets and all the. It's it's wild. So you definitely, if you go, definitely go check that out. But man, this thing moving. Yo, let's let's can we get into this? So let's talk gambling. Broncos defensive end Uzuruke suspended for betting on NFL games. Now keep in mind that list is up to ten players. Ten players have been popped for gambling, and there's mixed reviews on this stuff. You know, some people will tell you that. It's a uh, it's trying to keep the trying to keep the brothers down, you know. What I'm saying by by just the temptation. Others will say you just can't be stupid. <laughs> Why would you do it when you're making you're getting some kind of bag? This guy was a fourth round pick in 2022. Most notable names, you know, Calvin Ridley got popped with this last year. So when you get popped uh, for gambling, that's a that's an automatic year. What thoughts on that? Go ahead, Spence. You were you were animated about this in the chat. Well, no, I just I just think people st- and 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 by stupid, I mean, this in the most disrespectful way I can say it. Like, I just think people are stupid. Like, what are like, did we not see Calvin really get suspended for an entire year? And then even before that, I mean, do you do you need people to tell you what not to do at your job? Like, really? Like, I feel like we all know what to do to get fired. You know, like you go to work and it's like, OK, I know how to keep my job and I know how to get rid of it. And this is the, the, one of the fastest ways in the NFL to sit out an entire season. You want to lose an entire year worth of pay? This is the fastest way to do it in the NFL. You can, you can, unfortunately, you in the NFL, it's not right. You can beat your wife, miss four games. In the NFL, you could get a DUI, miss four games. NFL, you could do certain miss four games for the first time offenders. Second time, then it goes up to like six to eight. Then after that, then it might be the seat. But gambling, they will sit your ass down for the entire year, the entire year. So at some point, it's like, look, y'all just need to. Let... 
bruh, like I just don't get it, man. Like, okay, if they tell me straight up, yo, don't gamble or you fired. If if you gotta gamble that bad, you know what I'm saying? Like you really gotta yeah. gamble that bad. And the, and the crazy thing is, like, you think you're not going to get caught? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what makes you, you're like, your name's Ooh. tied to this? It's just dumb. It's just stupid, I, You know man. what I do? I text you. I would text you. Hey, yo, Sterles, man, I'm about to sell you $1,000 or $5,000, $10,000. Place this bet for me, bro. Like, it's not it's not rocket science. There's, a, there's, like, two sides to this. And, like, just speaking on the players, like, bro, like, you can't like you can't be that dumb. Like they, you got a rule. There's ways around it, and I'm not advocating to bend rules or break them. But like, there's ways. There's a ways around the rules of gambling, where like you can send it to a family, your mom, and or maybe not your mom, your brother, or whatever. Like the problem. The problem. I and I don't like the rule itself. Uh, like you advocate, you advertise. The sports industry advertises gambling for half the season that's a lot of their money right so like i don't like the rule itself but like it's a rule like just figure out a way around it or don't break them i don't understand how people keep getting caught up in this like caught up in these two like john Morant, like john Morant, like brother like you've given like two two chances brother like, like there's so many different things like just don't do what they're telling you not to do at that point like, i don't get it <laughs> like Hey, some people got to be about that life no matter what the cost is. That's the problem. And that's what I'm about to say about John Morant. My thing about him is it's like you're not even the person you're trying to portray yourself to be. Facts. Shout out to my man, Dan Frederick. He said, uh, "How um, you took it down from me, though. How does anyone get away with any real crime these days with phones and modern technology? (laughs) And and I I mean, I sense everything that he's – I'm picking up what he's putting down here. Like, how – I just I just don't understand how how anybody is not smart enough when you have this type of situation. Like you go and I don't even know what his the guy who got suspended. I don't even know what his salary was. But like if I'm a player like Calvin Ridley or the guys from in, Indianapolis that got caught that too long ago and uh, I'm not dude people go their whole lives trying to get out of their situations to make it to the NFL to make the salaries that some of these guys make as as minimum veterans. And you're gonna put that on the line to bet five hundred bucks on a game, yeah, or whatever. I'm sure some of these guys. I that wasn't five hundred dollars, but but, oh, no, like, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, and, and, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, sorry. and just and to think that, I mean, you're gambling, so there's no guarantee that you're gonna win that money. It's not like you're making an investment. Like you, you're probably gonna lose, right? Gambling is built to lose. I would the assume odds are stacked against you most of the time. I and like just to, I would assume that there's many more players and the only ones that got caught were ones that won. I would just assume that because like then you're getting paid out the money and there's more like traction of where where the money went and how it went. Like I would assume that the ones that got caught are only ones that won. I would just guess that the rest there's I'm guaranteeing there's a lot more that just got didn't get caught because they lost or did it smartly or uh, however. But I would assume the ones that got caught won the money. Hey, you know the NFL, they're gonna find you. They're yeah. gonna find you. So the, I think if you're gambling, I think they're gonna get you. But like Spence said, man, after watching Calvin really take that year, like that should have just put the end to it right there. Like, why do it? It just don't make any sense, man. People just people stupid. I mean, let's be real. 
People will be doing some stupid stuff all the time, man. I would love to say some more expletive terms on that, but you know, this is a this is a family show. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep it G. But folks, dumb man, you can't be gambling. But uh, you know, as we talk about the dinero, there's a couple players in the NFL, man, who signed some. Uh, Ooh, Evander Kane owes a group of people I know in Buffalo gambling ring about 600K. So basically, Daniel, what you're saying is... Wait, wait, wait. Report Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sources, that might not be. sources. Can I get that the sources on that? Because <laughs> you're trying to... No, I mean, you could talk about it. I just want to make... Because I don't want like somebody to tag to, to take that and say, oh, on the on the chop up, it's been reported. So reportedly... <laughs> per sources. Are, per sources. Jay Spence the King says... No. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it sounds like a, uh, the beginning of a Jordan story or something like that. 600K... But if it's if it's like that, I'm if you if you gambling that kind of money and you ain't paid up, they're gonna get you. Michael they Jordan. Gonna, he meant they, Michael Jordan. They're nah. gonna get you. So, <laughs> whatever. Clarify that. Yeah. We don't even talk about hockey on this show. So <laughs> but speaking of speaking of getting the bag and getting yours, did y'all see? But you know what? Let's let's talk. This one just came through, and then we'll get to Saquon. But did y'all see what Justin Herbert just signed for, man? Yeah. Justin Herbert just got the bag. He signed a five-year deal worth $262 million. I think 100 of that is on signing. You know what I like about that? What do you like about that? That his is five years, 200, what is it, 60 what? Or 262.5 million. For five. For we five. got Josh for less than that for six. Huh. And this is the first year that Josh is starting to to really eat up that bread like that. I just love it. I, I just love it. We got Josh on a discount until we win that Super Bowl. We're gonna have to re up him, but but I'm okay. I take this. I take I'll it. I'll take it. I'll take it. And you know what the crazy thing about that is, is that Joe Burrow's next. So you know Joe Burrow's is gonna be more than his. He'll get more. Yeah. He'll and, reset and you know, the market. And the, and the glorious thing about that all is like, how you gonna resign T Higgins? How are you going to resign Jamar Chase? You're not. Well, Jamar Chase will get resigned. T is. I'm just there. saying, like that. They gotta. They're gonna be up against the cap. Yo, how I you gonna? How you, you gonna do it? I say at this point, you get Dion or you get somebody like that. Go call T Higgins, and do the Suge Knight thing. <laughs> Come to Buffalo. Just do it. <laughs> we my question. I'll oh, go ahead. My my question with this is like. At what point are the quarterback contracts going up every year going to stop? Because at some point there's going to they're going to have to cap out on what they keep giving these quarterbacks, or else they're going to eat up a lot. Of, like they already eat up a lot of the cap, but like at some point it's going to be like, okay, well, you're not going to keep resetting the market every year, every year after that. All these great quarterbacks when they get their contract offer, like. I, I don't know. I, I would guess, like, do you think that – what quarterback do you think, like Trevor Lawrence, you think that he's going to reset the market again when he gets his back? I don't think Trevor Lawrence will, but I, I think Joe Burrow will. Joe I Burrow's he about, will. It's, yeah, it's yeah, he about will. to be an insane bag. And um, I'll be honest with you, um, there's there's a couple young guys around the league that they might not be as good, but I think the potential is there that teams might – like, for instance – if we see any real improvement this year and next year in Chicago from Justin Fields, I think the way that they're investing in him, they they're saying that they believe in him. They'll give him the bag. Like, you know what I mean? Like if he, if he, if he, if they make the playoffs and, and he throws for 
3,700 yards this year. I know that's like, but I'm he gonna get a bag. Like I'm just telling you, like they they so thirsty for a quarterback out there. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And then you know Patrick Mahomes not gonna be okay with being the fourth, fifth best paid quarterback. So they he gonna have to re, they gonna have to redo his deal. But see, I don't know. No. Like as some, he he's on a ten year deal, and you know what I mean. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like they should. He shouldn't have signed that deal in the first place. You might as well give play. these quarterbacks Josh, like Josh, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. You like if you're gonna keep, you might as well give them a piece of the team. If you if you're gonna keep like resetting the market this much, and like you might as well just give them a percentage. Like I I just it's, it's hard to like build a team if half of your contracts is gonna be a quarterback contract. It's just at some point you got to say like okay, well. We our our salary cap is going up, but we're gonna have to cut the quarterback costs. And I'm, I want all quarterbacks. I want all players to get their back. But I, I just at some point they're gonna say, hey, like this is the top, and this we're not going above this. It's got to be Mahomes, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, I mean these guys are getting the bag. So I mean, look, I'm okay with sign everybody, give them all bags, because then you know you're gonna be feeling what the Bills are feeling right now, where you can't re-sign all your players. Like, you're going to have to make some calculated decisions. And that time is coming for the Bengals. And they can sit there and talk all they want. And I, I give them kudos. They're good. Like, the, as the Bills, we're looking up at them in, in, some, in some way, right? You know, the Bills got to prove it. And uh, it, it's, a, it's a different story when you're playing with that cap. So I can't wait to see what Joe Burrow's contract going to look like because it's going to be crazy. Uh, you got someone that, Spence? Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. No, I think, man, I, I just think when, you, when you're talking about Joe Burrow's bag, it's going to be so different because the way he's talked about and the way that he's viewed people view him as like the guy in between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. So if, if you're going to give this bag to, you know, a quarterback that barely was able to sneak into the playoffs for the first time, you know, and, and I like, I like Herbert. So I'm not saying this right, in a bad right, way. Right, but right. Saying like He's getting that. You got a guy that, that took this, that took his team to the Super Bowl in his second year or, you know, like after his knee injury with no offensive line before he had both receivers and before he had, like he took them to, I don't know. I just, I think his is going to be something that we haven't seen. You're talking about groundbreaking richest contract of all time so far is definitely about to be his. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And then on the other side, we, we're talking about these running backs now. 
Saquon just signed a one-year deal that's going to pay him up to uh, $11 million. And it's <laughs> like, it's you, you got some people, right, you, he's taking the L on that. He's taking a big L on that. So uh, he, he's getting, I think the, the parameters of that contract, he's getting a, a $10 million, what, $11 million, and he's getting some incentives on top of that with 990000 guaranteed. Uh, guaranteed or, or a signing bonus, something like that. And it's just like, man, like people are sitting here acting like he just won. Like no. he did not. Because the, the, the franchise tag was 10 mil. So you're going to give him an extra mil and, and some incentives that he was already going to crack anyway for another millionth or two? Dude, he had 22 guaranteed offered to him in the season. 22 guaranteed offered to him in the season. And, and now, now, great, it's one year, it's a deal. But, but no, nah, like you took that L, bro. Like that. You know, but the L was taken. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The L was taken. The L was taken when they couldn't come to an agreement. That was the L at that point because this, as of right now, he was going to play or or either sit out or play on the tag, right? So like, the L came when they couldn't come to an agreement. This tag, at least, he's getting a little bit more money than what he was like. He was going to get ten million, I believe from the uh, tag. So at least he's getting a little bit more. I do think the L came at the, at when they couldn't come to the agreement in the off season. I, I, yeah. just, I think there's an L for him and an L for the running back position in general. Cause now if he, if he had to take that price, Dalvin cook ain't, he's not getting the contract that he's asking for. Oh, and then, no. then what do you think Ezekiel Elliott thinks he going to make? He ain't making Jack. You that know what man. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it's just, and I mean, I'll take it like that. At that point, yeah, go out and and Bill's Brandon call call James' brother and see if Dalvin wants to come up to Buffalo, since because we can afford him now if this is what it's going for. Yeah, I mean he, it, it's crazy because they they were doing all that politicking, and I felt like it was gaining leverage, gaining momentum, right? And then you're gonna sign that deal like that. So now, what does Josh Jacobs do? Right, like he gonna have to just sign, go ahead and just sign the deal now. I mean, I think all the leverage that that you once potentially had, you know, as a running back standing together, I think it's done now. I think you gotta take that deal. You gotta take it. It's, it's, yeah, go ahead. Well, shout out to Sarah. Uh, she said the Zoom call didn't seem to work. The thing <laughs> is, <laughs> first of all, hilarious. But the thing is, the Zoom call wouldn't work. There's nothing that they could do. I don't care how they choose to band yeah. together and how yeah. they choose to to you know, oh, we're going to boycott. Go ahead, boycott. Do whatever you got to do. Mm-hmm. Y'all signed that CBA. Jerry, Jerry Ostrowski talked about it so so wonderfully, like last week on both Code of Conduct and on Line the Game. Mm-hmm. And he talked about the collective bargaining agreement and what they accepted from the owners. And it's like everybody was celebrating that we weren't going to miss any football and that they weren't going to test for marijuana or whatever it was. You know, it's like they took these little victories and then now when it comes time for, for the, the stuff that's really important, y'all taking these L's again. And look, it, 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 I think what needs to happen at some point when for running backs, they need to change what the rookie deal for those guys needs to be. A four-year deal with the, the, the fifth-year option is not fair when it comes to running backs. Yep. It should be a three-year deal for rookie running backs. Give those guys an opportunity to get out and make money while they're in their prime as opposed to being on a rookie deal for that entire time and then being able to be franchise tagged twice. It's not That's the problem. Give these guys an opportunity to get one contract. I guarantee a bunch of this crap that as far as like complaining and everybody fighting, a bunch of it will go away. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I don't think it doesn't matter if you guys wanted to sit out a year or two. Like, I don't think the owners care at that point. Like, they're like they're going to go get another running back and just have a feeling. Are they going to do as good of a job as you? No, but there's going to be a lot of running backs sitting out if they choose to do go that route. Into they didn't really have any leverage. That's the problem. The running backs just don't have any leverage. Yeah, you know, and, and speaking of leverage, we got rookies signing fully guaranteed deals. Top rookies. Man. So you got C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson. These, these guys are signing fully guaranteed deals. One of them will be a bum. Right, right. One of them will be a bum. That's the thing, man. I think it, honestly, man, I think it comes down to DeMar Smith. You know, he's the head of the union. They got to do a better job at the bargaining table, man. Because this running back thing, like, it's his job. It's their job to be kind of in the forefront of this stuff, seeing what, you know, the projected trends and stuff like this. They got to they do a better job because, you know, you're going to have, you know, five-star running backs in college or in high school. What, are they going to start switching positions, the defensive end or linebacker now? Because the running back position at this rate will die. I mean, you you always have people play it. But I think your best athletes – you're gonna see, you're not gonna see many Saquons anymore. I think if the, if it continues this way, they're gonna start playing different positions. It's gonna be, and then what happens? I think it's gonna be more of like the transition is gonna be from a Saquon, Derrick Henry to a Debo Sam, mm-hmm. Debo Samuel's CMC. You're gonna have to play receiver. You'll get your bread if you're also playing receiver. Like if you're playing a lot of slot and and motioning, and because it's a passing league. But I guess that's that's my issue when it comes to Saquon because now Grant I'm not he wasn't the team's leading receiver by any means you know right, obviously right. But, but he was active in that role and I mean he he I think I, I gotta look again I, I think the number was like seventy two percent of the offense or something crazy yeah. like that yeah so so it's like you know yeah you're right I'm agreeing with you a hundred percent it's gonna go towards that Debo Samuel trend where you're gonna see these guys say well no I'm a receiver. I'll line up in the backfield and, and run somebody over, but I'm a receiver and they'll want to be paid. Like that, that was the whole thing that Le'Veon Bell was trying to say a few seasons back. It didn't it work out there. for him. Yeah. It started there. He was, he was the first one to kind of go through this on this scale. And I, I don't know, man, I think to, so first to answer Jeremiah's first question, I don't think, I don't think the quarterbacks will ever stop being reset every year i think every single season now we're going to see some quarterback reset the market whether they deserve it or not yeah so so that's that's first unfortunately when it comes to these yeah and then when it comes to these running backs i think nothing's going to change here either until i I don't even know when the next collective bar like how long is the collective bargaining agreement good for three four i think it's Uh, i'll I'll find out keep going so, you know, depending on how long that's good for, I just think you're, they're going to have to deal with it because this, this is new. This is a fresh bargain agreement. So they're going to have to deal with this for a few years. And when it's time to go back to the table, this needs to be something that's at the fore. They can change the game for injuries, which is good, but they take a lot of the stuff that we love about the game out of it. They took a lot of the hits that we love, a lot of the plays that we love, a lot of the blocks that we love, a lot Taunting. of like just taunting. You can't even, you can't even, you can't even look at somebody if you smack them too hard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they take all, all of right. that out, but they can't improve the game for the people who actually play it. You know, I, I just have an issue with that. Well, I, and, uh, here we go. go. So let me, let me throw this in there. 
the collect the current bargaining agreement right now is in 2030. <laughs> so See what I'm saying? Uh, you're so done. You got seven years of this. <laughs> you you got... stick a fork in you. Hey, you're done. You know what I mean? I, I I knew this would happen. But okay, so every positive, there's going to be a negative taken out of it. You want the quarterbacks and the and the number one receivers to get paid what they're getting paid, and all this like and to keep resetting the market and the wide receivers to keep getting their bread. There was somebody that was going to take a hit, and unfortunately, it starts with Saquon. Saquon should have got his contract. I'm not debating that, but it's starting with Saquon because now the running backs as a whole are t- going to take that hit from what the quarterbacks and the receivers are getting. It's just. Is it unfortunate? Absolutely. And it's just the direction that the, the league is going in. You know what it's going to take? So It's going to take – I'm sorry, just real quick. It's, it's going to take a Patrick Mahomes-type player at the running back position. Yep. So it's going to take it's going to take a generational talent that we have not seen at running back since, like, Barry Sanders. Like, just something insane like that right. for a team to say, oh, no, this dude is worth it. And we're going to keep so maybe B. John Robinson is that. I don't think he is. Like, I think he's very good. I don't think he's carried to a Super Bowl type. Yeah, you know, but but you're going to get a team that's going to come along one of these years because it always, you know, that's how it happens. Like it's a running league and then you get the greatest show on turf to come along and then everybody wants to pass and then Peyton Man. So now it's a passing league. You're going to get that team that goes back to old school smash month football with good defense. In a great run game, and the running back is going to get like two. Th- it's going to be a record year. He'll get like two thousand and with seventeen games now, so he'll get like two thousand two hundred yards on the ground. And people then then people will my, look at contracts differently. But no, my question right, is right, right. like with the Derrick Henry. He had a year like that where they went. Uh, they he Derrick Henry was running for. They had a literally pro style offense with AJ Brown getting. A little bit of love every now and then, and he—I I believe he led the league in rushing yards Absolutely. two years ago. And then they made it deep in the playoffs. But like, it's gonna take a Super Bowl win from one of these running backs to yeah. for for coaches to be like, okay, we can start doing this with running backs and having an offense like this, and, and we can pay this running back. I, I think it'll take, or at least be getting to the Super Bowl. So here's the kicker: each team, well, so the NFL. Their revenue, their revenue, and and the positive is eighteen billion a seat a season. You see how ridiculous. Twenty twenty one, it was twelve point two billion. Last year was eighteen billion, and it keeps going up. So you split that by you know thirty two teams. Was that five hundred and sixty million per team? You, you can't, can't pay, pay running, running backs. backs. You, and, and that's why. That's why. Look, I'm a I'm a fan of the league. But you can't tell me that the NFL is a modern day slavery. You just can't tell me that. I, I, and I'll die. I'll die on that. And people may disagree. And I get these players have a right to play. They sign up to do it. But at some point, you got to realize and understand what capitalism really is. Just think how much eighteen billion split up between thirty-two owners. That's a lot of money, and you can't pay running backs. It'll be interesting to see what they do pay a year, like to everybody, to see what kind of like net gain they have. Like, I've heard Mavericks owner sometimes talk about like they make a lot of money in the NBA, but he's he's taking losses. Like he said, like half of the years he takes losses, and so it's just interesting. It'd be interesting to see what kind of revenue the owners of the NFL are actually making. Obviously, they're going to be making a lot of money, but it would be interesting to see that. And I'm not saying pay every running back, but the elite ones, pay them. 
I think there should be a clause in there where, you know, they they figure it out in, in terms of the cap where you can pay your top players, you know. But, you know, that's for another day. I mean, we could beat this one up to death. I mean, we know, you know, the NFL can be a, a, a fickle beast. It could be a fickle beast. Uh, on to other news. Uh, and, you know, you guys probably saw this in the news today. Uh Bronny James, LeBron James' son, oldest son, uh, suffered cardiac arrest on Sunday. Uh, it, from the reports, it sounds like he's back at home and, and on his way to recovery. But, man, that's that's sad. That's sad to hear, you know. Even though he's on his way to, you know, they haven't really released a lot of the information yet. But an 18-year-old kid just is going to USC to play basketball. You know, anytime someone suffers cardiac arrest, it's sad. You I know. I I don't understand like what he's 18 years old and the same thing with DeMar Hamlin he's 24 and I don't understand what's going on there's so many kids nowadays young athletes that are in great shape that are getting that, that this is happening to Ronnie James is probably in the best shape of any he gets trained by his father he gets oh, yeah. health care on a daily basis and he probably puts hundreds of thousand dollars into his own health benefits and like I just don't like it makes you ask questions and I won't get into that but it makes yeah. you ask questions about what's going on man it, it makes you wonder uh but again you know people have been having cardiac arrest since the beginning of time right uh mm -hmm. so you just never know and I think there there might be factors that are uh in our society today that maybe amplify that a little bit uh, but man I hope I hope the kid gets well you know uh, my son follows Bronny James, you know, like my son loves him, you know, uh, I, I don't know if he's going to play next year. I mean, again, the details aren't out, but man, if you guys, you know, thoughts and prayers for Bronny, that would be dope. I, I was looking, I want to see the kid play. I want to see him succeed. I'm a big LeBron fan, you know, so I want to see, and, and you know, the, the, one of the things I love about Bronny is everybody's doubting him. You know, everybody's already doubting him already. So I hope I hope he I hope he beats this, gets strong, and uh, continues doing what he's doing because uh, I think the kid can hoop. Um, now Shout we talked about yeah, we we talked about this a little bit last week uh, about the Netflix show Quarterback. Now this is this is a show on Netflix that's produced by Peyton Manning. Uh, I believe he's the executive producer. So whatever role that is. Uh, you know, next season, Josh Allen. Now it's alleged. I don't know. If, you know, out of the validity of this, you know, yeah, it's, it's I believe true. it. It's not true. No, it's not true. I said that in the text when I sent it. By the way, I was just, I, I'm just saying. But we could talk about it. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, I mean, we'll see what happens. But Josh Allen, Daniel Jones, Aaron Rodgers. That would be that would be dope. I would like to I see hope. that. I hope. I don't, I don't know if, you know, for those of you out there who haven't watched it, but, like, you, you kind of become a Kirk Cousins fan. Like, and Mark, you like Marcus Mariota. You know what I'm I saying? Would, I would implement C.J. because I want to see a rookie. I would implement C.J. Stroud for Daniel Jones and then keep the other two. That would be my, that would be my core three. Oh, man. Why the Giants pay Daniel Jones? <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny? There was a there was a survey that came out today. I don't know if y'all saw this, but it said the the smartest NFL fan bases, the Giants were last on the list. The Bills were number one. Did y'all see that? 
Gambling.com did a recent survey about the smartest fan bases. Bills Mafia came in number one, but Daniel Jones, man. It, a part of me doesn't like Daniel Jones now because the whole, the whole Saquon thing. You know, Saquon, we were talking about him earlier, 1,600 yards of total offense, yards from scrimmage from just Saquon alone in that offense. It's crazy. You, you, you pay Daniel Jones, what, $48 million this season, a year, and you can't pay Saquon, boy. That's – that's rough. They're not making the playoffs without Saquon, but but they pay right. Daniel Jones. Okay. But if they, I mean, if they keep Saquon and they still got their quarterback, they did their job, right? If that's if that's how you, okay. I'm just looking at it from an unbiased. Obviously, I'm taking no from an unbiased side. from an unbiased standpoint. I feel like then they're still wasting money. If you could have got Saquon for eleven million, you could have got Daniel Jones for less than the forty plus million that he's getting too. Take some of that off of that salary and go get go get another receiver for him or something like that. That's you know, go. Right. But yeah. but I mean, they, they're wasting money. And I I thought, I, man, I thought, just I had raving reviews for Joe Shane. You know, like I, I and I still right. do. I, I still think he's a smart GM. I still think that Brian Dayball is a great coach. But I just think that this was they completely fumbled this entire situation. Like this entire situation, you got Saquon for ten or eleven. Okay, cool. You're right yep. there from an unbiased perspective, business standpoint. Yeah, I got I got that man on a bargain technically. Dan, you pay Danny Dimes, and I don't even I don't know, know what we details. call that dude, Danny Dimes. Do we know the details of Daniel's contract? I think I would I assume it was forty. That. I think it's forty million a year. I don't know if it's quite forty eight. I can look but at the, it. Yeah, the, it's somewhere um, up there. What he like? What I'm, I'm blanking. The, the amount of money that he gets no matter what. I'm blanking on the term. Is 104 guaranteed. Okay. So, 60 million, 36 million sign a bonus. And, and 104 guaranteed. So he's going to get half of that this year. So I would assume that they're paying him for a short term and the guaranteed, like 50 million guaranteed after this year is not yeah. that bad. Like you can get rid of Daniel Jones for for that uh, at some point if you don't if you want to give up your guaranteed money like guaranteed money he didn't get that much is my point like so his contract for this year sucks it looks and it looks Yo. bad but, yeah. but for like years down the road it's really not that bad yeah but Yo, look who you're guaranteed. paying like he's buns that, that but you're paying him for this year you're just paying him for this year but it don't still, matter he's I, buns. I <laughs> for this year, I'm not paying somebody. <laughs> what are we talking about here, dude? You guaranteed him 104 million for. He's not worth it, even if it's just for this year. He's not worth it. They could have got rid of that dude and let Tyrod start, and the team would have had the same record that they would have this year. I'd rather I'd rather pay know. Fitzpatrick in this. I like I like Tyrod than pay Daniel Jones. No. Yo, Tyrod, y'all y'all be throwing shade on my man Tyrod. No, I'm gonna tell you. Well, I'm just saying, I, I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all gonna look at Tyrod's numbers and y'all compare them to Jalen Hurts and tell me whose numbers. I didn't see that. I didn't wait, see that. Look wait, at wait, everybody's really comparing Jalen Hurts to Tyrod, so I don't want hold Jalen Hurts. You want me to send you the statistics? I've seen it. Could, could you? I, they're could similar you? I absolutely can, Cause, and I will because what I'm saying statistically, the rushing stats alone kind of, in my opinion, puts him above Tyrod. I mean, is that, is I, that think, what I think Jalen Hurts is a better throw of the football. Like is I'm a Tyrod fan, but I'm not gonna put him up there with Jalen. They were Hurts. they were close, Sterling. I'm telling you, the numbers are very the, similar. The, the, the stats may be similar, but the, the I think I think we look at stats stats in a vacuum. I mean, Jalen Hurts and Tyrod are not on the same playing field. I, I'm not trying to make the comparison to say that they're 
on the same plane. I don't think Tyrod is better than Jalen Hurts or on the same level. What I'm saying is the way that we talk about him and the numbers that he has put up, Uh if you compare him to numbers that Tyrod Taylor has put up, they're very, very similar. And I'm not talking about just passing. Has Tyrod ever had a team like Jalen had last year? No, oh, no, and that's so close. that's my point. You give you give Tyrod that team, and he I think he does even like check your phone. Sir. I know we're on live. Check your phone and look at the graphic I just sent you. They're they're very similar as far as numbers. I don't hold Jalen. That's that's my thing. I I don't I, I like Jalen. I think he's a great leader. I think that's the difference between him and Tyrod. If you just and that's a non statistical category. I think he's a better leader. I don't hold Jalen talent wise into this category that people want to put him in. Um, I think that his his leading ability like raise him up a little bit more. Mm. These I see Sterling laughing. Really similar after forty four games. Hmm. Very similar. Very Jaylen similar. Jalen has right? a much better squad. Jalen Hurts has much the best offensive squad. line in the league. You got two of the two two of the best wide receivers. In the league, right? I mean, let's be, you know. Good running back crew. In the bottom half of the top 10 or whatever, you, you got, I mean. I'm and just then, saying. You know, what, helps a, what helps a good offense is a good defense. And they got one of the best got, defenses in the league. For the same amount of games with a with a lesser offense, because Tyrod never had an offense like them Eagles got, right? Not Tyrod close. Has, Not even close. He has seven more, touchdown, seven more touchdowns. He has three less interceptions, a better passer rating. And he's only short rushing yards by 300 yards. Y'all not gonna y'all, y'all gonna quit putting disrespect on my guy. Now, I think Jalen Hurts is the real deal. I'm, I'm not saying he's not, but the way people talk about Tyrod, like he was just like the most trash quarterback. Yo, I right. just I can't stand it, the disrespect. Like I, I'm not saying that. I just I do think Daniel Jones right now with the growth that he's had under Dable is better right now than Tyrod Taylor's. I so mean, so let me ask the question. So would you take prime Tyrod Taylor? Over Prime or Daniel Jones right now? Daniel Jones right now with another year of growth under Dable? I don't know. I'd take Tyrod. I'd take Tyrod. I, I mean, Daniel Jones can run the ball. We act like Daniel Jones didn't run the ball. I'm not last saying year, Daniel like, Jones can't run the ball. He can run the ball. I think he runs at a, and is underappreciated Great. and underrated there. He can run the ball. But $40 million, what I'm saying is you could have got that guy for 25 if you're gonna pay, if no, they could have, you don't think he would have. You don't think they would have. You think they just threw forty million like this year? Let him like, walk. But that's what I'm saying. Let him walk. It, it, the numbers that he puts up, I could get the same production from Tyrod Taylor. I'm not. Ta- I'm not saying Tyrod's a better quarterback. What I'm saying is the numbers that he's gonna put up as quarterback. This see, look at the, what was his numbers last year. I don't even. I don't even know what his Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones uh, last I, season I got had thirty two hundred right. yards passing. Well, I got it right here. He had 3,200 okay. yards passing, 15 touchdowns, and five interceptions. Tyrod Taylor can't give you 3,200 yards with that team. With Ty- with- I think that's exactly what Tyrod gave you. I just, but like, with the exception of Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is loved in that locker room as well. Like Tyrod yeah. was too. Not Tyrod that locker room. Everywhere he goes, not Tyrod is loved, bro. Oh. <laughs> I'm just telling, and and I'm not. Look again. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to rain on on anybody's parades here. But what I'm saying is, if you're talking money, you're saying unbiased money business talk, right? Yeah. So I'm saying, I'm saying for the for the same production that he's gonna give me, I can pay somebody probably thirty five million dollars less than the Tyrod Taylor and get the same production. That's bad business. 
And it I don't is. know who Rashad Anderson is, but I mean, it's fine for you to think that, King. Right. I'm not even going to be mad at you about that. You can think that. And I'm, I'm okay and, with you thinking that. And he's watching us. Yeah, That's why I'm not even mad. All good though. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you, King. <laughs> Hey, that's a that's a that's a good debate though. That's a good debate. It's a good saying. debate. That's a very good debate. Uh, and as we as we go to the last half of the show, fellas, we had a uh, we had an injury uh, coming Yikes. from. Sorry, I had to throw this up. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Oh, but he man. would be. But he would be. He would be. No, he would. not he would Yo, be. A he's a running quarter at Bear Can't Run. Spence had a tweet one day. The man had a trash bag. He put Baker's he put Baker's number and name on the, on the trash bag. I'll Yo, never forget that. I was Baker. like, Yo, my Baker jersey came in the mail. My first episode with uh, Spence, we literally spent 15 minutes talking shit about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hates Baker, but Baker is Actually, trash, man. though. That he's trash. Cheeks. Cheeks, man. He, he's trash, but apparently the Bills are trash too. But uh, Naeem Hines. So, now listen, I'm not being a jerk, okay? But Naeem Hines was reportedly was injured on a ski do. Uh, someone ran into him on a ski do. Like what? I don't think. And tear your ACL. Like, I, I, how would you want to be? Uh, <laughs> let's let's live in a <laughs> yo. I can't stand yo, Jerry. I, can't stand, I, just can't. I don't think that happens. That's my personal opinion. I don't, I don't think, know nothing, like, but like, bro, like the story. If I'm gonna make up a story, I'm gonna say I was working out. I turn right and I because then I'm gonna get paid. At least, at least I was working out. I'm still gonna get paid. Like, and so, I feel super bad for Naeem. I, I I wish him all the best. Like, I I just. I don't know if sitting on the sea do and then got hit with another jet ski was the best story that I would have gave, in my opinion. So let's 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 play a game called I'm gonna call Brandon Bean. So Naeem Hines calls Brandon Bean and he's like, Yo, bro, hey, I gotta tell you something, Brandon. Brandon's like, you know what's up, big dog? He's like, I just got hit by a ski do. I tore my ACL. <laughs> what's Brandon Bean like? What? Like how does that well, happen? To be honest, Brandon was probably it like take and I this is desensitized to his injury and I'm really sorry about his injury. Like I, but like Brandon <laughs> B was probably happy because now he don't have to pay him the money that like all the money that he because you got injured doing something that technically you're not supposed to be doing. You and think so they're gonna like, give him you think he'll get the injury settlement? I think he'll get in yeah, he'll get like a partial of his money. He's not gonna get it all because they don't have to. Like that's the NFL. Like they don't. You got injured doing something that isn't football related. Like that's why, in my opinion, I'm calling Brent. Yo, like I was just working out. I turned right to go catch a ball. I tore my ACL. That's the story that I'm giving Brent B, whether he wants to believe it or not. And then you get a, you're doing a football related injury and you get all your bread. That's that's how I would have handled it. But like I I don't know if that story that story obviously i feel like he was riding the seat the jet ski and, and got hurt but. hey you know we weren't there so we you know we can't say that's just my yeah just, but if I'm you're just, the guy <laughs> the alleged guy on the other ski do and you hit little tiny naheem like you how you feel right now how you feeling like you, just, too. you just ended that man's season because you because you how you gonna hit somebody on a ski do though 
Look, Spence got something to say. He ain't, he ain't gonna say no, it. No, you know me. I I be I be trying to be careful. It, I like Naheem. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Know, he, we all like him. He was on the code of conduct, so I consider him somebody that you know is a friend of the show. I, I you know I don't want to, but in reality, man, it's the same way. Like I, I love Gabe, but I, I talk about Gabe, so it's the same thing. I'm gonna talk about Naheem. It's just not smart. We just got talking about these guys being dumb gambling earlier. Naheem is the same type of dumb, with all due respect, by gambling his career away. Like there's a reason why they put those specific things in your contract. Yep. Like ski jets and. You know, whatever. Else. Like, there's a specific reason why they say certain things specifically in your contract. Yep. So, again, I'm, I'm with I'm with Jeremy. So, if if that's the case, okay, it's in my contract. I'm just doing it anyway. All right, no, nah, man, I was working out. <laughs> I was working out. I was I was squatting five fifty. <laughs> I was sprinting in the sand. You know, I was working on my agility and speed, sprinting in the sand, and I fell on a. I don't know. You know what I mean? But but there's no way in the world I'm going to tell him. I, I was on a jet ski and another one ran into me and uh, somehow the handle f- went through my knee and I, no, it, it just don't even Man. make sense. Yeah, I, we are, I we feel bad to- for him. And I, I want him to get his bread. That's the reason I'm saying these things is because I wish I want him to get his bread. It's it's very yeah sucky situation when you go into a season, you're, you're going to have a lot of, I mean, probably more of a role than you had last year, and now you're injured the entire year, and you're not going to get your bread. Like that sucks. And I feel Jeremy, don't I like you? Don't see this comment up here. Yo, Daryl, shout out to my man Daryl. He says, he said, man, he said, man says he was. Why you keep taking it down, Sterling? He said, man said he was sitting and still got ran over in the ocean, the whole ocean. (laughs) Was Stevie Wonder driving the genre? No, but I mean, like in reality, it's like really, how do you get in an accident on the? You know what I mean? And I know, I know how it happens. I get it. For sure, Jordan got Jordan got jet skis. We go out right. I mean, I didn't, but I mean, he go Jordan. Jordan don't jet ski in the off season, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, he got him though. That's my point. He, 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 got, owns he just owns. He owns. Them, them. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But he got. He, he owns, owns them, and and their safety is a way to be safe with them. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> hypothetically, hypothetically, if he rode them, he's safe on them for sure. I mean, I, I, think, I don't know. I think the look. I think the three of us need to test those 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 ski dudes out. I, I think that's the case. I think when the next you time I go down to Florida, nah, Sterling might hit me while I'm sitting still and shit. <laughs> on the knee, on the knee, on, on the, the knee, right on the knee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with that being said, uh, I mean we haven't even really gotten to the thralls of training camp yet. We already got someone on injured reserve out for the season. I hope that's not any indication of what's to come. Uh, no. I mean, the Bills were injury ridden last year, as we know. Um, but this is in turn. Go ahead. Oh, but yeah, my bad. This is the part that really does suck about it all, though, because you're talking about him being on injury reserve. Mm-hmm. But it's also is that he's an older running back. It's not like he's you know 22, 23, where this happens, and you know you got to because typically ACL injuries and stuff like that, people come back after that first year, but it's the second year that they're really themselves again. Right. You know, is he is he going to be himself again? Is he going to regain? you know, the, the type of form that he has and the bills, I'm telling you, I don't know. I can't speak as far as them um, bringing him out the backfield, but they were very excited about him being the main return guy this year. They were very yeah, excited. For about sure. that. So that, it's a big loss. Like this is not, you know, this isn't just like, okay, we got a body on injury. This is a big deal. For sure. And now I guess, you know, 
the the good news is that you could throw Deontay Hardy back there. You could throw Khalil Shakir back there. I mean, I don't think you're going to get the the same production out of Sh- Khalil know, Shakur. But I, I mean, think Deontay a, Hardy was an All Pro. He's an All Pro. Yeah. Yeah. It opens the door for some guys that like we went and got that can do it uh, in the off season. And but unfortunately, like we were comfortable with him as a fan base and as a coaching staff. I'm sure they were comfortable with him and you don't have that comfortability anymore. Yeah, uh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what, hey, that's what I'm saying, so, there. You know, there's one more thing I want to talk to y'all about. So I was uh, doing some reading, and Utah's coach was – was when in, a, in an interview, he was saying that, you know, Dalton Kincaid can, can run the same routes just like Travis Kelsey – has similar hands. And it got me thinking, like, I know, like, for me, I don't know about y'all, but for me, it's one of those things where, like, I'm trying not to get excited about Dalton Kincaid, too excited, because I don't want to be let down. But, like, the film that I watched in the pre-draft process, like, you see the guy play, and it's like, he's smooth. Like, he, he can, it's very, it looks like Travis Kelsey. But I'm trying not to like the fandom in me says I'm trying not to get excited. Can can they really implement him into this offense? Like we think he should be involved, and I'm just like, here. But we're getting close, and we're gonna start hearing about Dalton Kincaid in training camp catching balls with the first team. You know we're gonna see it all. So before we even jump into training camp, we're gonna be talking about that the next few weeks. What do y'all really think about Dalton Kincaid, like his impact? Spence, we'll start with you, and then Jeremy will end with you on that. Well, for me, I don't – you know, I don't watch college. So um, – and I don't have a problem admitting that. But, you know, he had two monster games. You know, he had one against Colorado. I think he had, like, five receptions mm-hmm. for 100 yards and a touchdown. Then he had another one where he caught, like, every pass thrown his way. I think he had, like, 12 or USC. 11 receptions or something – is it USC? I thought it was Oregon when he had dope. It don't matter. But th- the point is, he he's one of the best pass catchers in football, uh, in college football. So just knowing that. But, you know, it's, it's I, I don't know enough about the dude to be excited. So yeah. the way I'm looking Fair. at it is, I'm looking at it like the Bills are basically coming back into this season with pretty much the same offense without Devin Singletary. You know, mm-hmm. um, without Isaiah McKenzie. And that's how I'm looking at it. Was I happy last year without? Yes and no. Like, there was a lot of good things, but there's some things that I was not too happy with. So, I don't know. For me, I, I would I would have loved for them to match that $13 million that DeAndre Hopkins got. Or I would have loved, um, you know... I don't know. Like, there's weapons, man, and I don't. E- I don't even know who's still free agents. If there's any weapons now, um, last year when when that trade went down for Calvin Ridley, a sec- I think he got it for a second rounder. Go get him, man! Like, why are why are we always sitting like? And there'd be certain deals that right. you know it's like if they would have told Brandon Bean that it's like, come on, we couldn't. So I don't know. I just feel like we're not being aggressive enough as far as that. Now, if Dalton turns out to be the dude, then okay, I'll shut up. But I just, I don't know enough about him to to really be that excited. So you would say as of right now, you're on the side of skeptic or show me. Yeah. Yeah, That's fair. That's fair. Jeremy. Uh, 
I think he like when you get taken in the first round, you generally have the talent and skill to impact. Calling him Travis Kelsey is a bit unfair, um, but he, I mean, he's he's a problem. Uh, he's a matchup problem. And what I like about the signing is that we're going to run a lot more twelve, which is going to help the running uh, offense out more. And so that's what I'm going to enjoy about the signing more so than whatever amount of yards that KK get. He can break for. I mean, he can break in this offense that we what I see running this year. He can break for a good 600 yards this year. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised at that, but it just depends on how they use them. Um, I kind of compare it to like drafting a first round guy, an offensive guy. I kind of compare it to a good teams in the NFL. Like once you get to the playoffs, everybody in the playoffs is good. So can you, can you execute when it matters? Can the bills get him the ball? Can is Dalton the guy when it matters in the NFL? Like right. that's, that's just, I mean, that's what it comes down to. I'm not a skeptic. I have high hopes for him. I like the offense they're going to run with him. Um, and so I like the pick in general. I don't disagree with Spence. Yeah, we, they need to be a little bit more aggressive as some of these guys, in my opinion. Um, but I don't think that has to do with Dalton. I think Dalton's going to have a good year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I did want to bring this up. Daniel asked um, on a serious question. And I guess that we can we can kind of in out and ride out on this one. Um, but how do, how do you guys feel about the coaching staff from an X and O position? Because now, you know, we don't have our defensive coordinator from from the last what six years, seven years, or whatever. Um, second year for our offensive it. coordinator. My bad. I think he finished his question down here on uh, two two down. He, okay. he had cut cut off. And it can, and it, but I mean, it still ties in. So I can even still tie it in with with what he's adding. So, but it's like, you know, so we're, without our defensive coordinator, uh, our offensive coordinator now it's the second season, um, and I don't think personally, I don't think that they utilize the tight end position as as it is anyway. So now you add another right, tight end. Right. So he, so so Dan is asking, do you all believe our coaching staff from an X's and O's standpoint can take advantage of our new two threat tight end? I I personally. I don't believe it yet. So that's why I, that's probably really why I'm not excited. I yeah. from from the my spent standpoint, it's like you you drafted him to take advantage of a two tight end set. That's why you drafted him. So in my head, I have to believe that Dorsey mm-hmm. is that's his like main goal this offseason was to implement a 12 personnel. So and then move him around. You can run him in eleven, you can but but to for me to say I don't believe that he can do it. Do I think he's a good enough coach? I don't know. But that's what he's going to do. He's going to try to implement a 12 personnel this year. And so I think he, they're going to try. I don't know if he's good enough to do it. Yeah. I don't I need him need to try. To, I, need try. To I need him yeah. to do it. I need him yeah, to do I it. Just need and, to and it. Here's the deal. I think if, look, Ken Dorsey has some, he has some, some, some plus moments this past season. He has some moments. I think that, you know, he went back. I'm not expecting him to be perfect. But when you, when you draft, when you when you trade up to draft Dalton Kincaid in the first round, and, and you mean to tell me that that man ain't gonna get touches because of the offensive coordinator? That's a problem. Like if if it comes down, if we're saying if we're saying this at the end of the season, Dorsey's got to go. He's got to go because he's failing to and 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 he's failing to get these guys involved in the offense. It's a problem with Stephon Diggs has a problem with it. You, we traded for Naheem Rock couldn't from an X's and O's standpoint. Yeah, 
look back at, at 2014, 20, 2013, 2015, Carolina Panthers and say, yeah, and Ken Dorsey was a part of that staff. Yeah, they used 12 personnel a lot. Like, it, it just sounds like, you know, you look at the Bills now, it's like they're trying to replicate everything they did in Carolina. And the league has changed. That's one of the, the concerns I have. Like, you're going to have to you, – you got to. There is no, like, getting cute. I don't want to see that. Like, one of the things I, I appreciate about Brian Dayball is that that dude was constantly coming up with ways to get people to ball. Like, it never looked the same. I didn't see that creativity with Dorsey. And that's my problem. Like, we're going to have Ken Dorsey calling this offense – and we're going to – what happens when we go through the lulls, right? Because every 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 offensive team does. They go through these little highs and lows. What happens – what are the lows going to look like in this offense? And, then, and, and he's got to answer the call. I agree, with, I agree with you. I think the the thing that he has to put together is like Dorsey has to either get a little bit more creative if we want to throw the ball as much as we have, or we have to implement a run game that's, that's conducive to – a 12 personnel. And that's what I, that's what I like about the 12 personnel. I, do I need to see it from him? Absolutely. Do I, I agree with you that it, at the end of the year, if we're asking why is Kincaid and Gabe Davis and all these guys not getting involved with the offense, if our running game is still mm-hmm. not great, I would agree that he, I, he wouldn't be on my coaching staff anymore, but that's, I mean, that's up to, obviously that's not up to me. And I'm not going to pick on Matt, but this is the kind of, this is the kind of mess that I'm tired of seeing and reading. Like giving him more time, like, dude, how you've been around the league? You were ex quarterback. You've you've you may not have called plays, but you you've been around long enough to be able to to, to create an, a, a a creative offense that is not mundane and get your best players the ball. Like, nah, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna give him more time. Like, dude, you this is you're wasting. This is his more time. Uh, this is his more time. You got you're one more year it. for that. Don't waste That's it, like. Mean. Because to me, that, I'm agreeing with you, Strills, and and I love the Matt. Matt is the big dog at Buffalo Rumbles. Yeah. In case the people don't know, he's the the editor in chief, and uh, he runs the website and and the articles and all the fun stuff that you see from Buffalo Rumblings. But um, not to pick on him, but I'm a, I'm going to agree with Sterling here too. And the reason why you have Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs in their primes at the same time on the same team, you don't hire a first year coordinator. Right. When you're in the Super Bowl window of the primes of your two best offensive players. So, like, is he I'm good? I'm pretty sure that yeah. was Josh's call, though. <laughs> no, and, and I'm sure. But and there's some things that you allow your quarterback to, you know, you allow your quarterback right. to, to call the shots on. There are some things. But then there's other things where it's like, no, nah, man, look, we're in this window. We don't have time for the growing pains. We need right. We need to kind of just get there now. After we win one, after we win a couple, then okay, we can give we can give Ken a shot a few years down the line. But right now, like we have the team, we have the defense, we have like we have it. So you're wasting. We just and I know that's probably a rough way to say it, but I mean you just wasted a year of Josh Allen's career. He had a great statistical season, but what I'm saying is if we would have played the entire season the way he called those first two games, I think the Buffalo Bills uh, would be a completely – like we would talk about the ending of the season completely different. Can I throw something in there on that? Uh, was it more – so the, the offense last year was good. It was, Statistically, it was one of the top three offenses in the league. I think you have to say that's because of Josh Allen more than anything and Stephon Diggs. Like – I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not giving Ken Dorsey the benefit of the doubt here. Like Josh Allen, the the, the the beauty of Josh Allen is 
you could put him in any scheme and it's going to work. So, yeah, like he was given a Ferrari. So what's the excuse going to be at the end of this season when we in the playoffs? Let's say let's just play devil's advocate. We lose to the Chiefs and we lose to the Bengals. Those are the only two teams that, in my mind that could beat Buffalo in the playoffs. What's the excuse going to be? Well, we need more time. What's it going to no, be? No, no. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's he, what I'm saying. Um, I will say at the end of – so, like, I gave him that year. And if, if your feeling out season got us to the AFC Divisional Championship, I'm I'm good, for me, I'm good with it. Your next season, you have to be better. And, like, because you were one of the downfalls of why we didn't play well towards the end of the year offensively. So, like, you have to be better towards the end of the year. I have to see it. If you don't – if you aren't that, then there's no reason to keep you past the second. Yeah, I agree. Zach of all trades says, he said, uh, the first few games last season was a lot better creatively. They became stagnant, though. I'm not excusing Dorsey, but I'm sure this season will be a lot better. And and that's and it's okay to have optimism. Like, yeah. I, I just – and the, when it comes to the process, I, I don't really trust the process. I'm skeptical of the process because I need to see the process give me more results. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, tired. of yeah. – I'm tired of going home in the playoffs. Like, you should want – you should want Super Bowl. You, like, I don't know why as it's like we're just okay with making the playoffs. Being being one of the best regular season teams. Yeah, that was that was the Colts with Peyton Man, best regular season teams, and then losing the I don't want that. I want my team to win the Super Bowl. And I want you to do everything you can to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Wait a minute now. I mean, it's, true, it's, it's, it's true. I, I no, love Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning. I feel you. I feel you. But, but I disagree, bro. Like, yo. See, and this is, and when I say this, I'm coming straight for your chest. Like I'm talking to you directly. <laughs> this is this is why I have an issue with cats like you, who be Bills fans, who ain't put in like that sorrow. To, and I ain't talking. about, I'm not saying you're not a real. I, I know you're a real Bills fan. I'm not questioning that. But like we had to live in Buffalo when this shit was bad, right? Like, <laughs> like, like we we it was bad, and we had to live there when it was bad. And you gonna come here and tell me, nah, it ain't about being good and making the playoffs. The hell is not. I'm tired of standing out there in the damn rain and the cold and shit when we losing every goddamn like nah man, I'm over that. I'm over that. I will take a good team consistently and hope that the ball bounces our way a couple times here and there one year or two years and we win the Super Bowl because we're good and we're in a position rather than us just, you know. Now you no nah, man, I you you got me messed up. We bro. talk about people tweaks, right? Mad. Like like people want to flip a whole script because nah. you didn't win a the division. Like like nah. brother, brother, just make a couple tweaks. If Ken Dorsey is the issue to make a couple tweaks, all right. At the end of the year, let's get rid of it. I'm not, but like so a lot of people in Buffalo, oh, we need to get this new, new this, new that. They like get our head coach out of here. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not on that train. Absolutely not. I'm just saying. I agree with you, Sterles. I love you, but but that one part you got it. You got it. You got a little twist. It was bad, Sterles. It was bad. Yo, the dude, the dude from um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how bad it was. Like, so it's a steakhouse off of Transit. Uh, it's the 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 Russell Mm -hmm. Steakhouse. It used to be so bad, Salvatore's actually Salvatore. It was so bad that Salvatore's used to buy. He would buy the rest of the tickets because the game was blacked out. 
He would buy the tickets and give them away just so we could watch it at home. That's how bad, dude, the game was blacked out. And Bill's my, I get it. We talk all this shit, man. We talk so, dude, the games used to be blacked out until rich people came through and said, I'm going to buy the tickets so it's not blacked out and either give them away or at least the tickets is paid for so the game can still be on TV. That's happened. And we got people acting like, now granted, there were years because we had certain players that we still went. But yo, don't act like, we can't act like for 17 Listen. years that, that we just sold out games <laughs> when we was 3 and 13. Get the so, hell out of here with that, man. What you're saying Salvatore is. Salvatore used to buy tickets. So when I'm telling you, no, what I'm saying is, screw <laughs> what you're talking about, talking about so that, no, F that, bro. Uh, uh. I've been a winner. So, so I what can't. you're saying is there, I mean, was a, I, there was a gentrification a, process of the Bills. Got it. Mm. <laughs> I've been in the playoffs since I got here, so I, I can't really, I can't really feel it. Since I got here. <laughs> uh, nah, it's it's just it's just good debate, man. It's it's good debate. It is. Look, skeptical of the process. I am. I'm a, I'm just skeptical of it. I need. I want a Super Bowl. I want a Super Bowl just like everybody else. And I'm sick and tired of giving people benefit of the doubt, buddy. I'm done. You gonna have to show me. <laughs> you got to show me, but. That wraps up the show for this week, man. We we uh we done did it. We did it again. Yeah, Another man, episode of the chop up in the books. Absolutely. And we're getting closer to training camp. It's here. It's here. Football season's back. It's here. Yeah. For those listening by podcast form, when y'all listening to this uh today is is training camp. So, so, um, hey, let's get to it. I'm ready, dog. I'm so ready. I, I don't think I've been ready for the start of a season like this. You know, I haven't. I don't think I've ever been this ready. Like I'm, I'm excited this year. Yeah. I'm excited for the grind. I, I was a little bit more overly optimistic last year going into it because I was like, it's Super Bowl this year. That was like in my head all at the beginning of last year. But this year, I know it's going to be a grind. But I think that like I'm super happy to. I'm excited to see where this team goes because I think they can. I mean, they can go wherever they want. They just got to put it together. Did y'all see what? What Dan said. Didn't talk about my fantasy team. Y'all must be scared. I, I, you're out of sight, out of mind we'll, with your team, we'll, brother. What we'll, we'll scared of? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why he texts me? Why he texts me talking about? So okay, what are you? What are you asking for for Tariq Hill? I'm like, you don't have the players on your roster to get Tariq Hill for me, bro. He trying to get Jamar Chase with some, some bums. Shout out, shout out to Dan Frederick and every, everybody in our league. We got we have to talk about it at some point. We got a league is is like it's the three of us, Dan Frederick, Sarah is in it. Um the, the mafia cast is in it. Who Justice is in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we we, we got to talk about it at some point, man. It's been three weeks in a row now that we've been supposed to talk about the show. When, when I wiped Sterling week one, we talked about that. For oh, sure. oh, yeah. Sure. I don't think that's gonna happen. White, but, uh, absolutely walking the. Park. I appreciate you, fam, but that ain't gonna happen, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah ain't gonna talk to me after the way I'm gonna do her week one. I'm <laughs> tell you right now, she ain't gonna she ain't gonna talk to me. She probably ain't even in the comments no more because she know how bad week one. You gonna do her like that, huh? <laughs> it's gonna be just filthy, just filthy. Dang. She gonna quit the league. She gonna quit the league. She gonna quit the league. Dang, That's how it's gonna be? You gonna put a wager on that? Oh, it's it's whatever. You know, I'm 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 about to bet. I'm about to bet. You got to put a wager on it. Say it with your whole chest. 
I've been talking with my chest the whole night. You talking about <laughs> talking about you getting tired of just making the playoffs? Are you out your you, damn you're damn straight? <laughs> <You're> damn straight. <laughs> and hey, I just want y'all to know everybody can't talk to Strells like that, and everybody can't talk to me like that. We just love each other. It's different. But look, we are gonna day. get on out of here all day. Y'all know how we do it. It's your boy Jay Spencer King with my chop up crew, my man Strells for the girls, Jeremiah Poyer, and we are about to get out of here. Y'all love each other, take care of each other, and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Says negative. Let me get a go. Bills. Go Bills. Let's go.